Blog Talk Radio. Roots music for the twenty-first century. Reality music. Wisdom and power of the Rastaman from the island of Jamaica to Hawaii internationally to the world. Reality, oh, oh. reality, na na. Reality, oh yeah. Reality, na 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 na. Reality, oh yeah. Reality, na na. Reality. Oh yeah, reality, na 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 na. If you look all around you, what do you see? It's your brothers and sisters fighting to be free. The freedom ain't nowhere to be found. Freedom ain't nowhere on this ground. Oh, this is a reality. Greetings and welcome to the Truth to Power show. My name is Beverly D. And tonight I have Brother Robert X out of Chicago, Illinois. Every time uh, Brother Robert X is on, he always, always brings us a lot of information that enlightens us and takes us to the next level. Tonight he's going to be talking about the Bible the body and the Bible. And so he's going to look at the Bible uh, metaphysically. Uh, Robert X, are you there? Hotep, Sister Bev, yes, I'm here. Hotep, uh, as always, we appreciate you and, and thank you for uh, joining us once again. Well, you know, some Sister Bev, there's not enough time for me to thank all of the people who assisted me in continuing the research, uh, particularly uh, your listeners who are still contacting me on a consistent basis, uh, uh, as well as my people here, particularly uh, the sisters, uh, who uh, there may be, I'd say, about 10 of them. But, you know, I know for a fact that at least three of them have begun to come out because of your program. Uh, they mm-hmm. probably would not have known of me even living here in Detroit, in Chicago. Uh, so, you know, I have a lot of thanks to pass around. And uh, to the brothers and sister Nandi, uh, who hosted me yeah. recently in Detroit, uh, where we had a, a real, real good conversation, uh, particularly on the second day, when because of the need of our people to be heard, and I think this is something that all of us today uh, should take into account when we go places, we're invited places. There are times when you'll have to take that which is your agenda and put it to the side because I tell you what I've noticed, Mr. Bear and family, uh, our people are starving to be heard because when you really think about it, there are few places where our people can go to exchange information in terms of how they feel, what they see, what you know, what what is it that's uh, uh, on their minds? So right. we simply put the agenda to the side that second day, 
and we allowed the people to talk and ask me or each other anything that they wanted. It was one of the most stimulating conversations I've ever had the pleasure of being a part of, as well as uh, there's always a fly in the ointment. We had a very uh, stimulating part of that conversation in terms of a sister who was a medical doctor. I don't know in what area. Okay. But, yeah, she she disagreed based on her uh, medical acumen about um uh, the relationship between uh, BPA, bisphenol A, and other pathlets in altering the chemical construct uh, of the people for the last 35, almost 40 years uh, that is turning male estrogen or male or hormones into female hormones and vice versa, which would account for a large number uh, of the increase in homosexuals on the planet today. And, you know, Sister Bear, one of the things that I do is I have the research. So right. I want I wanted to give her a copy of the DVD, you know, her uh, credentials notwithstanding. Mm-hmm. Uh, the point was we need to get beyond credentials because I had to explain to her that, uh, medicine, like law, are two of the most inabsolute professions that anybody could take. They change yeah. all the time. And as such, you should never be resolute about anything in those two fields. That's why they give you these shingles when you uh, complete the courses in medicine and law that says you are a practitioner, you, are, you practice medicine and law. And by definition, you should never be resolute about that which you've learned because these fields change so often. You have to go get updated all the time. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I, I I respect the sister. I love the sister, of course. But sometimes, again, we need to take our credentials and sit them in the corner for the sake of learning. Yes. So I, 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 just, I really enjoyed that. Yeah, and and I'm quite sure that even though she did not want to accept it, but I'm quite sure that you open up uh, her mind, and uh, she's probably checking into that. Yes, and that's the whole point. And so I hope to see her when I come back. uh, I told the people that I wouldn't come back until after the first blood moon, uh, which occurs April the 4th in 2015. Of course, that's Passover. And uh, so I, 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 I told them to be especially on the lookout seven days before the blood moon and seven days after the blood moon for what may occur during that period of time in 2015. Teen is going to be one of those years, and it's already shaping up to be that way, that none of us will ever forget. I think that, you know, uh, uh, metaphysically, I have no evidence of this family, but metaphysically, uh, this dog, as I explained to my people two weeks ago or last weekend, this dog keeps popping up in my head for some strange reason and made me go take a look at uh, a little bit more than what I knew about this dog. And I won't deal with that today because it will take me into another subject area. But uh, suffice it to say that dog uh, 
that's invading my psyche is Anubis. Anubis, uh, the guardian of souls as they make their next journey from the underworld, which will subsequently uh, uh, be uh, relegated to the realm of Osiris later on. Uh, But he was the first to do that weighing of the feather in terms of your actions on the planet, what you did for humanity as opposed to what you did against humanity, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And it's much, much more than that. As I said, I, I won't get into that too tough here because uh, what we have today is, I think, equally stimulating. And certainly, uh, as most of the subjects I deal with, it blew my mind first because I'm doing the research. And I don't want anybody to assume that I know these things going in. I don't. So uh, I find out things, and and then, again, it's it's just a pleasure, sister, and I need to thank you above all else because your program is really the only way I have to express myself outside of the forums here or, you know, where I travel. Mm -hmm. But we can reach many more people and give them access to the information, which I think is uh, will aid us in really understanding the times that we live in and how we can maneuver ourselves in these times. Yes. And I thank you, uh, Brother Robert X, because it's, it's right on time. I, I consider you one of our scholars, uh, and so it's a pleasure that you are able to be here with us at this time to enlighten us. Well, you know, sister. Again, I can't. I can't express to you my appreciation. Uh, there's just no words. Uh, uh, I just, you know, I just feel honored that anybody would take time out their lives to listen to the things that I have to say. So, and that's that's from the bottom of my heart. You know, I I recently told my people uh, that I'm a bum. You know, if we if we look at the definitions uh, for what a bum is today. I would be considered a bum, literally. Mm-hmm. I have no steady job. I have no steady income. I'll, again, I'm dealing with the definitions that uh, apply to a person who's considered a bum today. If I had to pay a light bill, I'm not sure, you know, uh, I wouldn't have to stock up on candles. Uh, so I, nobody has to tell me how fortunate I am. I know how fortunate I am. And because of that, tools and things of that nature don't really, and they never have really wore real well with me. I don't accept awards and platitudes real well, to be quite honest. Um, so uh, I but, guess we but, can just but, but, but before we get into uh, your information, we need to, for us to have a person like you, that is able to do the research and able to bring us this information, we we need to take it upon ourselves to make sure that we take care of our own. And so everyone needs to send you a donation. And what is your uh, email? How can they send a donation? Uh, my email is mccrayr. Nine five nine nine at Yahoo. And, you know, I got a. I had an email uh, yesterday or day before yesterday from one of your listeners. I'm assuming it's a young okay. brother, but you know, he, he told me that he's going back and listened to the last five programs and and uh, how is that 
it has impacted him, you know. And so I advised him to go back and listen to some more because I think we have an archive of at least five or six years here. Oh, yeah. So yeah. you can go back and listen to these shows, and I would hope uh, that the reason that I do what I do is to enhance the lives of our people and to get us to vibrate on a different level than the one we are currently on where we find black people, and it's really sad. 300 years ago, Sister Bear family, black people were smart enough to understand that we had an uh, a enemy, and we ran away from it. We did everything we could to get away from it. 300 years later, we run into him because we have lost the ability to understand that we still have that same enemy. So I want our people to think about that as we begin the first day of what's called black history that I call Negro history because it only goes to 1865 and cuts off as if you didn't exist beyond 1865 when allegedly some people gave you some freedom that you've yet to see manifest in any shape form or fashion, I don't care what your economic situation is, I don't care what government job you have, I don't care what private sector job you have. We're heading towards something here now where this thing we call freedom uh, is a bygone, I'm talking about out-the-window attribute. Uh, they are clamping down uh, in 2015. Uh, on any and everybody that is perceived, perceived as an enemy. This is perception management right in our faces. And we can look at all of the recent shootings uh, going back to Canada and then Australia and then France. And we see the culmination of all of those things is that they want to, in fact, take control of media in terms of freedom of speech. And more importantly, they're, they're coming at the Internet. You, you know, Sister Bell, in mm -hmm. 2014, we pointed out that Google was Skynet. At the, around this time, in 2014, on your program, well, actually it was in January, yeah. And in 2015, I mean, back to 2014, we gave a phrase, if anybody can go back in your archives, January 2014, the rise of the machine, and they'll hear us warn about this new phrase that we said was going to be the phrase that you will begin to hear. Took them almost a year to come out with it, but it's finally here, and I hear it over and over. It's called the Internet of Things. Yeah. The Internet of Things. And, again, I'll go into that in the flow of the conversation because when we look at the body in the Bible, it, the body doesn't just exist in the Bible. It exists in the cosmos as well. Trinity, in terms of the relationship between us, Scripture, or the spirits and the uh, metaphysics, and the cosmos, it's a trinity. And when we look at the breakdown of the human body, it's 
filled with trinities. The trinitary process occurs over and over and over and over. It's like protons, neutrons, and electrons. That's an example of the trinity. That's what we are made of. But it 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 repeats itself over and over and over. We'll get into that as we go along today and tomorrow to break down the relationship between the Trinity uh, and the cosmos and the spirit and us. So those are, uh, that's just one of the areas. We also find the Internet. <laughs> this, is, this really blew me away, family. I had no idea, none that we would run into the analysis that we gave over 20 years ago, around 1993, 94, uh, on what the Internet was put out here for, okay? Uh, It's no accident, I don't think, that we run into this Internet system uh, manifesting itself in the cosmos, in the body, and, of course, it's the very foundation of Scripture. So, I mean, it's just it just blows me away, seriously. You know, I, I think that one of the things that we want to do, perhaps, Sister Bev, is to lay some, some cosmic groundwork, if you will. Okay. Because... Uh, not only do we find our bodies outlined in detail in Scripture, but we find that same reflection in the cosmos. If we, for instance, take a look at the brain cosmically, call it a cosmic brain, and we look at the associated occurrences in us, which would be our physiology, Okay, how we work, and we look at the metaphysical connections to these things spiritually. Uh, I think we see some very interesting things. I did, and again, I didn't know, but as I looked, I ran across the fact that we identified that internet back in nineteen ninety three ninety four and we said that it would uh, perhaps become the most dangerous application in the history of the planet. I had no idea, no idea, but it made me step back from everything and take a look at this thing, okay? And what we saw is that with the coming Internet of Things, what's being created is a new central nervous system. A new central nervous system on the planet of an artificial or alchemical construction called the New World Order. That's what it is. It's a central nervous system where if you understand how your central nervous system works, everything is connected to it. Nothing works outside of it, okay? In that it's an artificial body matrix. 
it's an artificial body matrix globally that's being built with the Internet controlling all things. That's cars with chips. That's smart meters. That's television. It's everything because everything is produced now as a part of the Internet of all things. Okay? But if you take a closer look, what's revealed is not only the construction of the recent trinity that we deal with, that we deal with Sister Bear, with uh, Isis, Osiris, and Horus being constructed mm-hmm. on the planet and off. But you see that same model is a duplicate of the human body, scripture, and the cosmos. Plus, I don't know how I can add to that, but I will. Plus, we recrossed the past with our analysis, our eyes being part of a psychological operation to inhibit spirituality, which is why the psychological community coming out of MK Ultra went into the educational system and as the New World Order is being constructed in the late 70s, education is totally revamped with the expressed uh, concern that African people would not go along real well with this. So as a result of that, behavior modification, B.S. Skinner, not singularly, he was the cause celeb that made psychoanalysis acceptable, where it was subsequently entered the school system, and SSRIs, which are really selective serotonin reuptake inhibitors, had become the tool used to alter and control behavior. They basically were altering the brain through psychochemical drug use and prescription. So we begin to see Adderall and all these things implemented plenary process, but with a much more insidious uh, rationale for why they came with these things. It was to, in fact, inhibit the production of serotonin because it gives you your spiritual essence. It makes you think about the things that you do before you do them because of that spiritual essence. Once that's removed, there are no guidelines to dictate right and wrong. So when we begin to see the behavior of African people change in the late 70s going all the way up to today, where now they want to uh, uh, classify three-year-olds as being ODD, ODD, that's Oppositional Defiant Disorder. It's another one of these fake categories that are being put out here where everything that you do can be put under ODD, but it will get you a psychological designation 
that will make you be required to take SSRIs. Okay, three years. Now keep in mind these SSRIs are coded in the same patholites that basically turn testosterone uh, into estrogen and estrogen into testosterone. It's the same stuff. So <clears throat> I ran into this article in the research, and it's from Before It's News, and the title of it is The Role of Serotonin in the Manifesting Process. Now, I know people are waiting and say, well, how, where does that fit with the Well, just bear with me, family, between the day and the morrow, nothing that I'm telling you about today, including the Internet will you not be able to factor in the body and the Bible? Because what we see today is a manifestation of some of what's in Scripture based on artificial creation by the people who claim to be of the Moses dynasty or the Akhenaten dynasty, more accurately, who in fact fakes, but they're controlling all of what we perceive as being real, including fake football, fake basketball, fake baseball, fake, fake, fake. It's all fake, and you saw it. They just merely rely on you to go against what you see, okay? Catches of passes that are not catches. So you have to deny what you see. This is why we told everybody, if you partake in these sports, which are nothing more than diversions today. It's all entertainment. It's all phony. If you partake in it, turn down your sound on your television set. If you can, take the program and do an analysis of what you see. And then go back and watch that sporting program again and see if what you saw jives with what the people who are paid to tell you what you see See if what you saw jazz is what they said, and you'll find some quite interesting things going on. You'll begin to see the fallacy in all of these so-called sports, which, again, is really entertainment. But here's what that article, The Role of Serotonin in the Manifesting Process, says. It's from beforeitsnews.com. It says, widely known as the happiness hormone, Serotonin is a chemical that provides many behavioral benefits when it's produced in the brain. A deficiency in serotonin can lead to aggressive behavior and irritability. As serotonin has an effect on vital areas of the brain implemented in generating intentions to direct force, a deficiency could greatly impair our ability to connect with our dreams. They go on to say, serotonin ensures that the hippocampus, the hippocampus functions correctly, allowing us to continue to form new memories, including spatial memory and neural layout of new environments. They say the hippocampus contains high levels of various special receptors which make it vulnerable to long-term stress more than most other areas of the brain. They say people who experience severe traumatic stress 
or depression show a significant decrease in size and function of the hippocampus. They say a reduction in the size of the hippocampus might result in a loss or damage to serotonin receptors. They go on to say serotonin affects uh, a region of the brain that the hippocampus shares an intimate relationship with, the prefrontal cortex. They say it's the place where we store many if-then thought processes such as possible reward for future consequences of current activities and an expectation based on possible actions. That's your spiritual uh, nature, okay? But the important thing outside of that is the computer system that we use, the logic system is based on the if-then statement. It's called straight-line thinking, okay? And that's why we pointed out when you access the computer, you have to understand that the computer is a synthetic version of the European brain based on his logic. And that logic is the if-then statement because they are basically straight-line thinkers. That's why we don't laugh at the same things for the most part. Uh, what makes us happy doesn't necessarily make them happy. And when you try to squeeze yourself into a paradigm that's not conducive to your growth, you basically get retardation. So when you see black people that act like white people, there's a retardation that's taking place in the brain. Because if you saw a dog purring like a cat, you'd run or get something to hit it because you know it's out of character. Because we know what dogs are supposed to do. doesn't mean that uh, meowing is a bad thing doesn't mean that white behavior is a bad thing unless it uh, impacts in a negative manner other people's behavior, which it does. But it just means that respect for various people's cultures and uh, genetic orientations, there should be a respect that goes along with that automatically. And none of us should expect other people to lose themselves in other people's cultures and other people's mores. But that's what uh, Negroes have done in this country. That's why you hear me saying things like 1865 is the beginning of Negro history to the detriment of African history because Negroes in America are people who have bought into the system of white supremacy because they have nothing to measure it against because all they know is 1865 and beyond. That's why, overwhelmingly, this month, you're going to get a whole bunch of 1865 and little or nothing else beyond that as if somehow you fell on the planet in 1865. I'm I'm digressing here, but let me go back here. Mm -hmm. just wanted to point that out, that they talk about the if-then statement. They go on to say, the main role of the prefrontal cortex is to perform various measurements. They say the prefrontal cortex is such an important part of the brain, it's referred to as the control center of the brain or the brain's brain. They say, to successfully form strong intentions, 
we need to ensure that enough serotonin is being produced. Let me say that again. To successfully form strong intentions to have a strong spiritual outlook, we need to ensure enough serotonin is being produced. They go on to point out that exposure to sunlight may help increase serotonin levels and that another way to increase serotonin is through exercise and that another way is through meditation, okay, and that when you meditate, you increase serotonin production because there's an increase in the brain wave patterns, the alpha brain wave patterns. And then they go on to point out that once we cross into the lower brain wave rhythms, that being theta or delta, that there's a significant drop in the happiness chemical and an increase in sleep-inducing melatonin. And I submit to you, Sister Bev and family, if black people ain't asleep in 2016, because I guarantee you, I bet you if I say umpire, nobody's going to relate that to baseball or basketball or football. What would they relate it to, Sister Bev? What, an empire? An umpire? Empire. Empire. Related. An empire. Yes. Like like a dyn like a, a dynasty, like a, yes. yeah okay. Yes. What would people relate okay. that black people relate that to today? You know what? The recent homosexual uh, psychological piece, this movie, which I haven't seen a minute of it, I've been told about some things in it. Uh, this new black entertainment. Uh, Psychological operation called Empire. That's supposed to be about the music oh, industry. Oh yeah, yeah, I saw that. Yeah, okay. Yeah, see, y- y- your thinking is different. Right. But the point right. is, it's like it's like scandal. If you mention yeah. scandal, black people go immediately go to the psychological psychological operation that is scandal. Where it's the okay. same with this movie Empire. Okay. Where there is there is no black empire. Uh, on this planet, to my knowledge, we're in the middle of white supremacy globally. So they give you the illusion that if you can sing or throw it or shoot it or pass it or catch it, somehow you're part of an umpire within a system of white supremacy. Mm-hmm. So, again, it's part of a homosexual construct that's being produced to get us to respond to a, a particular brand of stimuli. But I just wanted to put that article in there because you may not understand it now, family, but as we go along, you will begin to see just what we are talking about here in terms of serotonin, okay? So let's go to the brain above, below. If we look at that, we go into the cosmos, we see that the first big structures to form in the cosmos are called filaments. Filaments. And that they're all connected. Okay? That they look like spider webs in 3D. And they also look like the brain's neural structure. 
them filaments in the cosmos that look like spider webs in 3D also look like the brain's neural structure. In the neural structure of the brain, these filaments give off electrical impulses. Right. Raw. Well, God, all the same thing. What we see is us being made in the likeness of this light, in the cerebral cortex of the brain, that mirror cosmic neurons generated in photon pathways, pathways of light in the cosmos. And the cosmos, which looks like a spider's web, also says that the brain's neural pattern is like a spider web. And when we continue to look, we see that we got an outer layer of the brain called dura matter. Dura matter, which means hard mother while there's an inner layer called the pia matter, P-I-A, two words, matter, M-A-T-E-R, as opposed to dura, D-U-R-A, matter, okay? This pia matter is called tender mother, tender mother. Dura matter is called hard mother, it's the inner layer, I mean, it's the outer layer, and pia matter is the tender mother, it's the inner layer. Both of those layers surround tissue in a net-like, what's termed a reticular pattern. Oh, wow. Are you ready for this, Sister Bear? That pattern is called an arachnoid. An arachnoid. A-R-A-C-noid. And that's really interesting because uh, that looks like a spider's web or a veil or a curtain. I'm looking for a particular article that I just downloaded before we went on air that deals with the arachnoid. And it looks like I'm not going to be able to find it here, but it's it's really, I got papers you wouldn't believe, Sister Bell. <laughs> what I'm sitting up Yeah, with. I know you have papers. <laughs> it's amazing that I'm able to find anything here because, well, I'll, oh, well I think this is it. I'll find it as we go on. But arachnoid is another name uh, in terms of definition of the domain of spiders. That's what we refer to when we say arachnoids. So now we look and we find the arachnoid in our heads. And in the cosmos, in the medical community, is firmly aware 
that this is the case. This is not anything Robert S. is making up. Go and Google the word arachnoid. Yeah, I'm looking at the picture now. Yes. And you can see that it looks like a spider's web. That same paradigm exists in the cosmos. But we, we didn't stop there. Uh, uh, if you understand that cosmic brain mirrors the human brain, then it's not far off, as we are going to show, that scripture is referencing both of those, almost as if they're telling us there's a process of as above, so below. Mm-hmm. Right. Now, if you go and look at Exodus, and I should have said this earlier, but you can uh, take notes or re-listen to the program, and, and I know some of y'all still got a Bible. Y'all can't fool me. <laughs> I know some of y'all still got <laughs> So pull down your Bible and go to Exodus 26:33 and understand, family, to me it's just a book. It doesn't have everything in it. It's been altered on no end. That's why, like any other book, we go and do our own research, and then we do our research and what we find up against what it says. And where the things align that it says, we acknowledge it. And where we've got these occurrences and nuances that have been turned into people, uh, we point out that it's a damnable lie, okay? Because hardly any of those people exist anywhere outside that book. There's no evidence that any of them ever existed. So that's the whole point. And going to uh, Scripture to point out that in Exodus 26:33, and I've got it right here, it says, the tabernacle must be built in an outer room called the holy place and an inner room called the holy of holies, and the holy place and the holy of holies must be separated from each other by a curtain or a veil. Yeah. Now, I'm, I'm looking at that, and I'm saying, whoa. I went back, and I'm going to go back to point out that we got an outer layer of the brain called the dura matter, which means hard mother, and we got an inner layer called the pia matter that means tender mother that surrounds tissue in a net-like pattern called arachnoid that looks like a spider web, a curtain, or a veil. Now, that's in the brain. So then Exodus 26 uh, and 33 is telling me that this holy of holies and the holy place, because that too is a trinity. The holy of holies, uh, the holy place, and for some reason the third one is escaping me, but that too is a trinity in the body of which 
Solomon's temple that we went over over a year ago, Sister Bear family, basically broke down into a trinity where one part of the trinity is divided by a curtain or veil. And that's what Exodus 26 and 33 is talking about, okay? Just want to make that real clear to people because what they're talking about is a metaphysical description of the human brain. That's what they're talking about. Okay. Not only not only that, Sister Bear, but our brains have RAM. RAM. That's random access memory that's located in the hippocampus. <laughs> okay? And I don't have to tell the family that our computers uh, have a memory center. And it's called the RAM. Right. It deals with random access memory. Now, go back to what I said about the computer being a synthetic version of the European brain. And every time you access it, what you're doing is strengthening his power. And now he's creating a nervous system called the Internet of Things that connects directly with the brain where the Internet of Things is going to be controlled by Skynet. I hope everybody can see what I'm doing because I'm I'm constructing an artificial body, which is the matrix, okay? And that is important. It's going to be important, particularly for the young people, to understand that the matrix is being built and that many of them are going to be sacrificed Use this battery, just like in the movie, to feed the matrix. That's why they're focusing on three-year-olds to alter their thinking with SSRIs that are a direct attack on the hippocampus and the spirituality of the people to prevent the third eye from opening up, particularly for this generation in the age of Aquarius, the Kali Yuga, where they'll be able to ignite the major energy centers particularly the Pyramid of Khufu, some call it Giza, where you'll know when that energy is predominant because that capstone is not invisible. It requires uh, electromagnetic energy from the people to relight. That's the signal for this next level of consciousness that the people are moving to that's attempting to be altered using fake feminine, SSRIs, and anything else that this beast can use to accommodate his synthetic version of reality. And I hope I'm not talking too fast where family don't understand what I'm talking about. No, they're keeping up with you. I'm reading them in the chat room. Excellent, excellent. So we see that RAM in the computer and the brain, so we know it's in the cosmos. We know it's in the cosmos. And that the brain's memory center being the hippocampus where there resides an organ called Ammon's horn. Ammon's horn is really, really interesting. That Ammon's is A-M-M-O-N-S-H-O-R-N. Ammon's horn. It's the symbol for Ammon and Kemet, 
which really is a ram's head. The symbol for Amun and Kemet is a ram's head. Now, I'm going to go to a few articles here because you understand what I'm talking about. If you don't, when I get through with some of these articles that are going to not only uh, give you a better understanding of that, but it will also begin to allow you to fuse in things like Man, family, this is just really Pegasus. Pegasus, the white horse. Okay. I'm sure everybody, you know, has heard of this white horse called Pegasus right. wings, you know, in right. Greek mythology. Well, Pegasus just happens to be uh, a galaxy within our cosmos, already discovered by science. And Pegasus connects directly to the hippocampus. But first, let's go and look at what Ammon's horn says. You can go to Gnostic Warrior, Gnostic Warrior, and put in Ammon's horn, Ammon's horn. And here's what they say. They say lying in the middle of the brain is part of the temporal lobe called the Ammon's horn. The hippocampus, they say in neuroanatomy, Ammon's horn is a metaphor that relates to the gods and the brain. They say Ammon's horn is the hidden creator, the king of the gods, lord of the thrones of the world. Because Ammon, Ammon, same word, A-M-U-N, A-M-M-O-N, is the hidden one. It's the soul of the universe which reveals itself in light. It's the soul of the universe which reveals itself in light. They go on to point out that the god Ammon or Amun in ancient times was depicted as a ram with curved horns. It was depicted as a ram with curved horn. Later on in 2014, after Barack Obama introduces Horace that he called Horason, the next day the New York Times depicts him with horns on his head. We'll get to that in a moment here. But I'm just showing you how yesterday is today because it's in you and it's in the cosmos and it's in the scriptures. All connected. They go on to point out here that Ammon's horn or the hippocampus is a major component in the brains of humans where we find clues in the secret mysteries within each one of us. We can access with our own horns in prayer or meditation or psychedelics these secret mysteries. They say, all humans have Ammon's horn, which is two hippocampi in each side of the brain, part of the cerebral cortex. It contains two interlocking parts, Ammon's horn and the gyrus, the gyrus, 
G-Y-R-U-S. They say Adamant's Horn, the hippocampus, uh, its role is the consolidation of information from short-term memory to long-term memory and spatial navigation. They say the Latin word for hippocampus is from the ancient Greek word campos, which is sea monster. Sea monster. Okay? Now, we know that there's a name for the sea monster. Traditionally, we've called it a seahorse. Yeah. And if you look at the hippocampus, if you look at Ammon's horn, you see the configuration in your head of a seahorse. Yeah, they go I'm looking at it now. Yes. They go on here to say when we damage Ammon's horn or the hippocampus, we damage the Lord and often sink into severe depression. Now, I want people to put serotonin or the lack of the production of serotonin into that equation and understand that it's prolonged, consistent damage using SSRIs. They go on to say, it will become impossible for you to know thyself or evolve your soul without memory of who you are or were in your past lives. So the production or the prevention of the production of serotonin, which is what SSRIs do, basically allow for the control of you by not allowing you to have long-term memory of just who and what you are. So 1865, with you as a slave, becomes your history. That's what African-American is. And African-American is a production from 1865 onward. It didn't exist before that. Okay? They go on to say, Ammon's Horn had special significance to our ancestors. The head and the horn of the ram were symbolic of activity and creative energy. It, signif- it was signified in uh, God's Ammon, Ra, and Jupiter Ammon. They say Jupiter is the father of the day. Ammon is the lord of thrones, the hidden one. So that's just a little bit, Sister Bear, mm-hmm. of just what and how important understanding how our bodies function in relation to the spiritual realm and the cosmic realm. And that it's no accident that your school system would never tell you these things. Even if you go to school for medicine, this is why the sister who was there has to become aware that she's been trained and her education is up to her. Because I've gone through some of that training. And I know the difference between training and education. It's two different things. So with all due respect to her, this article from Healthline says this. 
the hippocampus is the Latin word for seahorse because it looks yeah. to be a seahorse-like shape. The hippocampus is part of a system that commands many bodily functions. The limbic system, located in the brain's medial temporal lobe, the hippocampus is responsible for long-term declarative memory. It compares memory to the functions of a computer. A long-term memory is likened to a computer hard drive. Now, understand that the name of the game in 2015 and beyond is to, in fact, control your hard drive by having you to rely on something called the cloud. The cloud, which is a new hard drive. Yes, which is a new hard drive that you're not going to control. You'll be hooked up to it if you allow. Okay? Because they're trying to remove the Internet because it's become too dangerous because of its capacity to connect too many people. So now they want to come with cloud-based computer systems. And remember, we pointed out that they're creating cloud where only the robots will have access to. You would not be able to access these clouds that they are producing, okay, certain of them. So they go on to point out here that long-term memory is like a compilation of data in our conscious memory. They say the hippocampus is involved in the storage of all this data. They go on to close by saying the hippocampus is not involved with short-term memory. These are handled by the cortex and the cerebellum. So that leads us, since they began to talk about the seahorse, and I'm looking at this fake football stuff called Seahawks. Right. Okay. And I'm saying, man, is there a connection here? Because it's obvious that the stuff is fake. Otherwise, Detroit would probably be in the Super Bowl. That's right. We can't say where it would have went, but we know all this stuff is controlled by Zionist Jewish gangsters. And they give you what version of reality they want you to have. That's who gave you, through Jesse, this fake term, and I still haven't figured out what it means, called African-American. I don't know what that is. Unless we go to 1865 and stop. Because if you go beyond, you're going to drop that American for what it is. It's a ruthless, tyrannical killer. Because I've never known America to stand for anything else. I'm not talking about the propaganda. I'm talking about what they've done since its inception. They come here killing, and it's still going on. Mm-hmm. I digress. Let me go back. This article so, from... So, uh, ahead, someone in the chat room said that sea monster, uh, sea, and sea moon and the stars equals sea monster. I'm sorry, I was drinking. can you say that again? Sea, moon, and star equals sea monster. All mm. the things in that word, sea monster. Mm. So there it is in the in the cosmos again, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, wait till they Google the constellation Pegasus. Okay. All right. I got one article here. Uh 
that will fit right into that. It's called, uh, again, this is from before it's news. It's called The Function of Brain Waves in the Manifesting Process. The Function of Brain Waves in the Manifesting Process. And this is this stuff is, it, I have to read it because it's extremely important for you to understand the breakdown of it so that when you go and pull the articles down, you can go back and refer to this program and you can add on uh, other things to it. So that's why I'm adding on the Internet in real time to what's supposed to be a discussion on the body in the Bible to show you how they're creating this fake construct out here to mirror all of that. And so the lesson of this is to be careful of what you term real, okay, in terms of reality, because it's soon to change, and it's changing all the time. But there are two and perhaps more realities. We need to find out which one is reality and which one is fake reality. That's what's important in the future because they'll be able to generate reality, and you'll be able to generate reality on demand, on demand. Now, They're now, already now, out here. Go ahead. Now, someone is saying also that the horn represents the left and right hemisphere of the brain. That is correct. We we okay. get that. Okay. I'm just trying to do this, you know, in piecemeal fashion because this this stuff is very very intricate. We're talking medicine here. Yes. Okay? Yes. We're not only talking medicine. We're talking astrology, and we're not only talking astrology. We're talking scripture. So I want yeah, you to understand. That, Go ahead. So, yeah, because that realm is talking about Aries. Yes, yes. So you can see that we are putting together three of the most complicated areas of study. Because when you put these things together, it gives you the law. <laughs> it gives you the law. Now, I, Again, I, I digress to go back to one of the two things that I said that's absolutely not absolute, and that's medicine and law, their practices. <laughs> but when you put all three of these things together, you come up with a pattern of law that's unmistakable because our brains are governed by internal laws, just like the cosmos is governed by a set of laws, okay? Yeah. Many may know them as the signs of the zodiac. That's the set of laws in the cosmos. Okay? So you go and look at these things in the scripture. They got a thing called the Ten Commandments because we know there are 42 of them. Okay? But for sake of argument, you look at the Ten Commandments as the book of the law. Our brains are no and are not separate from any of that. It too has a set of laws that governs its behavior unless there is an an influx of new laws, a new instruction that we call chemical alterations. That's what SSRIs are. Those are chemical alterations of the law, the functions of the brain. Okay? But let me let me deal with this article here, the function of the brain waves and the manifesting process. This is from, again, before it's news. They say here, the hippocampus is the biological center in the brain. 
thought to be the spawning ground for the information of new memories about experienced events, about the formation of new memories about experienced events. In a new and unfamiliar environment, special neurons called place cells are fired in fields across the hippocampus. Place cells can re- can be recorded as brain wave activity. These rates can be as high as 40 hertz uh, and generally categorized as gamma emissions. Gamma emissions are associated with people exhibiting a higher consciousness of thinking. I'm going to say that again because I want family to understand this. Gamma emissions are associated with people exhibiting a higher consciousness of thinking. Gamma waves are the fastest of the brain wave frequencies and signify the highest state of focus possible, the brain's optimal frequency for cognitive functioning. They say when we talk about gamma waves, we are talking heightened levels of perception and consciousness. But high gamma activity works as a natural antidepressant, boosting your mood, empathy, passion. So when your consciousness is raised, other activities take place in your brain, okay? It neutralizes antidepressants. They go on here to say there are five types of wave frequencies that the brain can generate at any given point in time. At the top of the range of brain waves are the gamma waves, which oscillate at 25 to 100 hertz. Beta waves are the normal range of brain waves, and that our brains send out beta waves when we feel when we feel alert. These waves pulse at 30 to 60 pulses per second. Then they go on to talk about the alpha waves that are recorded when we are in physical or mental relaxation, which registered at 7 to 12 hertz. And then they link, they go on to say, link feelings such as high levels of self-respect, a decrease uh, in fear or failure, uh, an increase in passion. The alpha brain waves lead to a general sense of connectedness. Connectedness. They say, the closest we come to love is the alpha brain wave. Finally, they say theta and delta frequencies, theta uh, brain waves being about four to seven pulses, uh, while, data wa- while delta waves are registered during unconsciousness at 0.1 and four cycles per second. Theta brain waves are the natural resting state during REM sleep or rapid eye movement when we experience lucid dreams. It's associated with hypnosis. They say the theta state borders between the conscious and the subconscious world. And that in the theta state, theta, the mind is capable of incredibly deep and profound learning, healing, and growth. And that when we compare gamma waves to theta waves, we see that gamma waves generate intense focus and energy while theta is more passive. 
but it's equally important. They go on to say, when our brains generate alpha waves, the emotional feedback we receive is positive. We feel happy. Then they say this. When gamma brain waves are generated, serotonin is produced. In other words, when we talk about serotonin being produced in daytime in conjunction with melanin, will allow for us to reach spiritual essence at this particular point in time. They are, in fact, confirming what we said. Therefore, to keep them docile and controllable, almost on the uh, uh, realm of hypnosis, we will prevent the production of serotonin through the use of selective serotonin reuptake inhibitors, which prevents gamma ray high-frequency vibrations. And as we go on, you're going to see that this gamma uh, uh, frequency allows you to literally leave your body. Yogis do this all the time. And the science has confirmed that they're in a gamma state where there's no heartbeat. Okay? None of the functions that we associate with life exist. This is real. Okay? But they go on here to say, tonin has an effect on on generating intentions to direct force, which is the hippocampus and the prefrontal cortex, and that these two areas are crucial biological components needed to generate the strong electromagnetic fields needed to connect us with our dreams. They say the prefrontal cortex area is the physical embodiment of a human being's ability to measure purpose, that spirit. The hippocampus is where reconstructive images are produced and new environments are mapped out. It's linked to the use of our imagination to visualize new environments we would like to manifest into our experience. Now, you take that away, and what you got really is nothing more than an automaton, a control being, to say it, but therein lies some of what we are fighting against today because that's exactly what's happening. Yeah. Uh, you, you with me, Sister Bear? I'm with you. I'm agreeing. I'm with you. You get a drink of water here right quick. Okay. Because then, now we leave that and go to this Pegasus, okay? This white horse. And you can go to, uh, and by the way, this doesn't just exist within the realm of the Christian dogma. This is a cross-dogma discipline. All of the dogmas deal with this, okay? They may have different names for instance. For instance, this article called The Hidden Secret of Pegasus. The Hidden Secret of Pegasus. It's by Selena S A L I N A Ishmael 
I S M A I L dot blogspot dot com. So you can go there, you'll find this article. It says the hippocampus amygdala and the frontal lobe receives light input, which is the ascending and descending light activity within the limbic system plenitude via the pineal gland. So let me read that again without that little definition in there or explanation. They say the hippocampus amygdala and the frontal lobe receives light input via the pineal gland. The most powerful neurons of this region experiencing radiant light, peace, tranquility, ecstatic bliss, as well as a secret opiate-like neurotransmitter which induce eternal joy and harmony. They say the hippocampus leads me to the secret of Pegasus. This is from a Muslim perspective or from an Islamic perspective. They go on to say hippocampus, which is Latin, is derived from the Greek word for a, sea, for a horse and sea monster. And Pegasus is the only white horse whose location is the sky. They say if you look at Stedman's Medical Dictionary, it defines the hippocampus as a white eminence, the place of memory within your brain to allow you a new consciousness. Stedman's Medical Dictionary defines the hippocampus as a white eminence, the place of memory within your brain to allow you a new consciousness. They say in Islamic tradition, al-Barak, which is lightning, is a mythical steed or horse described as a creature from the heavens which transported the holy prophet. A creature from heaven? A white substance? Let me go on. They say... We can ponder the constellation activity in Pegasus to understand the brainwave state, which results in ascension to the divine kingdom. They go on to say, Pegasus is a constellation in the northern sky named after the winged horse Pegasus in Greek mythology. It remains one of the 88 modern constellation. And the beauty is the names for some of the bright stars in Pegasus are the same names of the waves of the brain. <laughs> and I'm going to name them for you, which I thought was just absolutely mind-blowing. You've got the Alpha Pegasus. You've got the Beta Pegasus, the Gamma Pegasus, the Epsilon Pegasus, the Zeta Pegasus, the Eta, E-T-A, Eta Pegasus, and the Theta Pegasus, and the Lambda, the Lambda, L-A-M-B-D-A. The Hebrews will know what that means, Pegasus, okay? So those are <coughs> the various ways in your brain all inclined to have a, a, a connection to Pegasus, Okay? They go on to point out this family. They say new evidence has emerged that recognize 
the highest brainwave frequency, namely hyper gamma lambda epsilon, hyper gamma lambda epsilon, that's a combination of four waves, right? That this epsilon state of consciousness, which is the state yogis go into when they achieve suspended animation, yeah. is where Western doctors perceive no heartbeat, respiration, or pulse. So be careful while around white supremacy when you practice these things. Because you subject to have your ass buried alive. Because their medicine is a practice. It's not by any stretch of the imagination absolute. Because if it were, according to medical definition, no heartbeat, no pulse rate, no respiration, you dead. No, you had a capacity with spiritual ascension to remove yourself from this realm of reality into another. That's what they're talking here. And the processes of serotonin, which is connecting to uh, hippocampus, which is connected to pegasus, this white horse, which is really a white substance in the brain, is a part of that process. And now you begin to understand and see why they're shutting the production of it down and then blame you for irregular behavior. No, it's not irregular. It's conduced artificially by an artificial person who wants to claim your lineage as his own. This article and you should go to this website and copy everything you can there. I didn't say believe everything you you can. I said copy it. It's called hiddenmeanings.com. Hiddenmeanings.com. I've used it before on a couple of occasions. Hiddenmeanings.com. The title of the article is Pegasus, the winged white horse. Uh, they point out in here that the second coming of Christ, uh, Christ consciousness, according to Revelation 19 and 11, it says this. It says, and I saw heaven open, and behold, a white horse. And he that sat upon him was called faithful and true. And in righteousness, he does judge and make war. Then they go on to say this for your consideration, that the only white horse in the sky is the constellation Pegasus and that we should look for new activity in Pegasus as a sign of what's to come. They go on to say this, under Pegasus, the revelation. They say Pegasus is not limited to the sky. In the human body, the place of memory is called the hippocampus. Hippocampus means seahorse. The father of Pegasus was Poseidon, the god of the sea. Poseidon, the god of the sea. They say Stedman's Medical Dictionary defines the hippocampus of the brain as a white eminence, a white eminence, and that Pegasus is the white seahorse of Revelation and the white seahorse in the sky, the white seahorse of memory within you. 
More interesting is that Pegasus was sacred to the muses. Pegasus was sacred to the muses. Now, I want the African people to understand that the muse is Greek structure, but that you had the nine archetypes, the Indian, that predate the muses, okay, just for a point of clarity. They point out here that, okay, they say the mother of the muse is M-N-E-M-O-S-Y-N-E. Minimosine. Anyway, y'all figure it out. (laughs) Which is the Greek goddess of memory. The mother of the muses is Minimosine, the Greek goddess of memory. They say Pegasus is the hippocampus of the brain responsible for memory. They say it's connected to Minimosine, the goddess of memory. Then they go on to say Pegasus is the hippocampus of your brain, the place of memory. Then who are the muses? They said the muses are nine entities of mythology who lived on Mount Helicon, Helicon, the sacred mountain of Apollo. They say these things are symbolic references to your head, your brain. They say Pegasus was connected to the muses because he opened their fountain on Mount Helicon. Muses, the muses were... Calliope, dealing with epic stories. Erato, Erato love, or uh, love to erotics. Interpe, Interpe, which is lyric or word. Uh, melp, melp, Melpomene, Melpomene, M-E-L-P-O-M-E-N-Y, which is tragedy. Thalia, which is comedy, Cleo, which is history, Urania, which is astronomy, Olyhymnia, Olyhymnia, which is sacred song or hymn, and Terpescore, which is dance. They say... The thought patterns that are part of the human psyche or consciousness that manifest into the physical realm are represented by the muses. Something else to consider as we connect Pegasus and the muses. Muse means the art of meditation. So in order to see Pegasus, to ride Pegasus, you must learn how to meditate. They say muse means the mind and meditation. Pegasus caused the fountain of the muses to activate on Mount Helicon. Consider meditation and the spiral energy called Kundalini, the core serpent which rises up from the base of the spine to the pineal gland of the brain. The word Helicon, which is the sacred mountain of the muses, means spiral. Helicon, the sacred mountain of the muses, is the spiral energy which rises in meditation to bring us to the place of enlightenment. 
this mountain is sacred to Apollo. Then they go on to say, Mount Helicon is the spiral or energy which rises through the spine in meditation. That Pegasus stimulates this activity is important because this is the time of Pegasus fulfilled by the discovery of the planet orbiting a sun that was a twin of ours. They're talking about the Pegasus constellation. They go on to say, so Pegasus is a symbol of the time of new consciousness which will bring forth a new civilization, a new world, a new age. They go on to say the Muses were born of a union between Zeus and Minasin, the goddess, uh, the goddess of memory. Zeus would, would ride the back of Pegasus, curling lightning bolts across the sky. This means enlightenment comes from God or Zeus. But Revelation tells us that Jesus will return on a white horse because both Zeus and Jesus ride on Pegasus. And Pegasus is the hippocampus of the brain, the place of memory which allows the second coming of Jesus as a renewal of the mind, a new consciousness. The Bible quotes Jesus as saying that the return of the Son of Man would be as lightning from the east to west, to the west enlightenment from the right hemisphere to the left. That Jesus and Zeus are one and the same, both creations of Greek mythology. I'm going to say that again, family. That Jesus and Zeus are one and the same, both mythological creations of Greek mythology. Then they go on to, excuse me, family. They go on to say, the hippocampus of the brain is Pegasus within us, the white seahorse responsible for memory. The Bible states that Jesus rides on the white horse in the second great coming. Clever Greek mythology at best. It's clever Greek mythology at best that Jesus is going to be riding some white horse in some second coming. Yes, he will. He will manifest himself in your manifestation based on your consciousness, which is why consciousness is under attack. Like nobody's business. They go on to say, uh, in the center of the hippocampus of the brain is an organ called Ammon's horn. Another name for Ammon is Ammon. In Revelation 3 and 14, Jesus is called the Ammon. They say the Ammon or Jesus rides the white horse by being attached to the hippocampus of the brain. So the second coming is the restoration of memory concerning who we are, where we come from, and where we're going. They say this myth is talking about a new consciousness born of the electromagnetic fields of Pegasus in the sky and the hippocampus of the brain, which is Pegasus in the human body. Now, I know that's a lot of Pegasus. And if you're like me, the last time I heard of the word Pegasus mentioned, I have to go way back to my childhood. I haven't heard nobody talking about Pegasus. So why is such an important analogy missing from the construct of education when the very notion of education deals with, in fact, the hippocampus of our brain, be it in testing, learning, etc.? Why is that not told to us 
within the school construct. There's a reason for that. That's why they could put horns on Obama's head. And when we see horns, we immediately associate it with this fake evil system uh, because they said that it's the devil, okay? Yet, if you look at many statues or depictions of Moses, the overwhelming majority of them would depict him with horns on his head. And I think I've mentioned on your program before, Sister Bear, there's Mm -hmm. a huge statue on the uh, campus of Notre Dame University of Moses. And the pro- most pronounced feature, as you look at his head, is them two horns sticking up out of his head. But that's right. based on r- ram. That's based on ram. And the fact that that's not evil. That was a sign of consciousness beyond what we know. It's consciousness. This article is from Gnostic Warrior. GnosticWarrior.com is entitled President Obama's Horns for September 12, 2014. says here briefly that the horn symbology looks very much like uh, what can be found inside our own skulls, where we can find in our brains the hippocampus or Ammon's horn. The Ammon's horn is a metaphor that relates to the gods and the brain. In ancient Egypt, the Ammon's horn is a hidden creator, the lord of the thrones of the world. Ammon is the hidden one, lord of the visible and the invisible world, the mysterious soul of the universe, which reveals itself in light. I just thought that that was succinct to the point, but I kept looking, and they said this in that same article. They say ancient cultures knew about this uh, and the hippocampus in relation to gnosis, learning, and memories, which they honored in hieroglyphs, art, scriptures, and text. And that these same horns can be found on such people as Moses, Pharaoh Seti I. Ramesses III, Alexander the Greek, the Baphomet, and other symbols. And then they close by saying this. It is in the rear compartment of our skulls, or Holy of Holies, that is biblically called the Oracle family in the Matrix, the Oracle where it's in the Holy of Holies. They say, over this rock is supposed to have been the Holy of Holies. This is the rock of our skull and our hippocampus, known scientifically to transmit our memories, learning, and our brains through thoughts, words, and actions. Beneath this area are steel aqueducts, passages, and tanks once used for proper drainage and the use of the temple. The temple being our bodies with the aqueducts, passages, and tanks consisting of our blood, veins, and organs such as the horns 
in our heads. I thought that that was extremely, extremely enlightening. But even that wasn't all of it, okay? (laughs) Even that wasn't all of it. I kept searching, and I found that, oh, what did this article point out here? Oh, nothing that I haven't given you already, so I'll just, I'll skip this one for the time being and come back to it either later on or tomorrow. I need to get one more drink of water here. How much time do we have? To wow, this is this is deep. We have about um, a half an hour. Okay. Oh, it's we haven't even started. Trust me wow. when I tell you that. Okay. We haven't even started. It gets even more deeper as we associate the brain and the cosmos. We begin to equate those with uh, uh, the scripture. Then it really, it's just mind-blowing. Okay, we did a little scripture so far, but we're going to do much, much more. And you will be able to see these things. And for anybody to run to a preacher anymore for spiritual nourishment, it's just absolutely the height of hypocrisy. If you can't go within, you can't get it from without. It's already in you. You know what I mean? Yeah. So... You know, again, we look at Pegasus and Ammon's Horn and the Hippocampus all referencing uh, this cosmic, hidden, human, spiritual metaxis. That's what I call it, the metaxis, and that our brains can be seen as a galaxy, just like the cosmos. It mirrors it and that it gives electrochemical impulses as neural cells flash in our heads. But that ain't all. We also see this. This is really, really... (laughs) Can you imagine how I feel when I'm sitting here and I don't know any of this stuff, family, and then I run across this stuff? Can you imagine? I know how you feel hearing it for the first time, but imagine how I feel because in many cases I'm hearing it for the first time too. I want you to check this out. This is wild. Here's what they say here relative to these electromagnetic impulses in our brains, and this is from. Uh, hit meanings under the subtitle The Human Brain and Ancient Meanings. The Human Brain and Ancient Meanings. And they say this in terms of uh, these electromagnetic impulses uh, and how they, uh, uh, the sales flash, they say, and everybody can relate to this, but you haven't because we haven't been told to connect the dots. But as soon as I say this, it's going to open up transition in many different areas. We all are aware of this term, yeah. and how that's used 
to ascend spiritually during meditation. Watch this. It says here, the OM and the human brain, the OM, O-H-M, and electrical resistance. They say the human brain is an electrical circuit. Current flows from the brain and to the brain within the human body. Too much current can cause an overload, a short circuit. What is needed are resistors. Like this computer, without resistors, it can't function. The ancients entered into meditation and brought currents up from the base of the spine to the brain called kundalini. Energy flows through chakras, which are nerve resistors in the spine. As the energy passed through the resistors, the meditator would chant, The universal measurement of electrical resistance is the ohm. The universal measurement of electrical resistance is the ohm. It synchronizes energy flow through the chakra system up to your brain. Ohm, it acts as a resistor so that there's no overload. And for anybody in the field of electronics, you understand clearly what we're talking about here. And so what we're showing, Sister Bev and family, is that once you see these things inside of you in the process to know thyself, you begin to see everything outside of you merely being a manifestation of what's going on already in you. That's why that is so important. Because they go on to point out that these neurons get those impulses and then they give the results to other neurons who receive them after what's called the dendrite cell, the dendrite cell membrane decodes nerve signals into electrochemical charges. Let me say that again because I know that's difficult if, if you're not aware of this kind of medical terminology. The neurons get impulses and then give the results after it analyzes through chemical mixing the results of other neurons, it gives it to them who take them after the dendrite, the cell membrane, decodes the nerve signal into electrochemical charges. Dendrite is Greek for tree. Dendrite is Greek for tree. The part or 
the membrane in the brain that provides information. The tree in the brain is pine. Connected to the outer part of the brain called dura matter. Dura matter. The tree is connected to dura matter. Okay? Another organ in our brain is called the fornix. The fornix. F-O-R-N-I-X. Another is called the carina. C-A-R-I-N-A. And another is called the carina fornissus. Carina fornissus. Same spelling as the other carina. F-O-R-N-I-C-I-S. Which is a ridge that runs under the fornax. Fornax. A-X, not fornix, I-X. But what's important for that is notice fornix and fornax. The difference is the I in one as opposed to the A in the other. And if you go back, Sister Bev and family, to the alpha-beta numeric system, we pointed out that the I and the A are clearly one and the same metaphysically. That the A, which begins the letters of the alphabet, and the I, which begins, or the one, which begins the numeric system, are one and the same vibrationally and spiritually. And that AI now means artificial intelligence, having to do with the creation of a synthetic brain. Okay? But we're talking fornix and fornax in the uh, brain itself. And that when you open up the eye metaphysically, you open up the A. That's the A. That's how the A was formed. If you close up the two legs on the A, you got the eye. No, I mean, it's just by sheer coincidence, family. (laughs) The eye cloud. Wow. Yeah. The eye cloud. The A. Oh, wow. So you can see. They're creating a synthetic body called the matrix on the planet. Yeah. Yeah. So this is this ain't this is not make believe. No. I'm a, I'm gonna quote one of the rappers uh, from back in the day. Hey yo, this shit is real. <laughs> yes, it is it's real. And you 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 subsequently begin to see it as we begin to. Uh, uh, break it down for you, shared with you, so that you can see it, okay? Now, I- I'm not sure how much time we have left, Sister Bear. Yeah, okay. about 15 more minutes. Okay. Uh, I found that article. Man, I didn't just find the article and on the right people, You got people on the line, too, that wants to ask you some questions. But, but this is so okay, good. Well, I mean, this you is... Know, Every time you come on, Robert X, I say, okay, he, he nailed it. He, he he can't get no better than this. And then you come back and just, oh, my God. Sister Bev, I, I must confess, Sister Bev, this is not my doing. Uh, this, all of the 
the uh, the accolades go to the ancestors. You see, I'm not. I, I told you last time, I'm not stupid enough to say I'm smart enough to understand these things without the assistance of the ether, which is becoming predominant in everything now. Everywhere I go, I'm running the people that's studying the prospects of the ether and its capabilities. Because yeah. the time dictates the movement. The cosmic movement is dictating the etheric levels and patterns and access on the planet. That's what's going on. But you better believe that synthetic is out here attempting to neutralize this. That's why he's putting the drugs and things out here, synthetic drugs, up to and including synthetic weed with no seed. Stay away from it, family. I'm not going to tell you what to do. You do what you feel is necessary. I'm telling you, anything that ain't got no seed is a synthesis. Yes. And therefore, there is, in all probability, another methodology behind why it's seedless. That's everything. That's what's important. And with that, Sister Bear, I'll stop there and answer as much as I can and then we'll pick up tomorrow because I'm going to say it again. I didn't scratch the surface. Mm. That's just the beginning. So we got a lot to look forward to tomorrow, including the uh, the Ark of the Covenant. We're going to go there. The cherubims and what that represents uh, with the cherub. Uh, the, we're going back to the tabernacle. And we're going to break down this trinity inside the body to show how it aligns itself with the trinity Uh uh, in uh, of course with the scripture, but in the cosmos as well. So with that, we can take some some calls and okay. see, what, see if the family is understanding what we're talking about here. Okay. Now, if you want to talk to Robert X, you can call three four seven two one five eight zero four one and push the number one, and I'll see that uh, you would like to talk to Robert X. Now, we're going to go with 334, area code 557. Are you there? 334. Oh, greetings. Greetings. Hotel, ma'am. Um, I was really listening, but I'm just um, curious how you were talking about how the, um, we're in a simulation right now, so... Besides um, meditation, is meditation the way to tap into that simulation to program ourselves? Yes, that, that's one of, of, of several ways. Uh, we, we'll discuss uh, more of that area tomorrow. Uh, but I think meditation is the easiest because it doesn't require anything but self-discipline for a short period of time. And you can do that. On a consistent basis, just steal five minutes for your inner self because we give 24-7 to the outer self. Steal five minutes of the, for the inner self and see what happens as a consequence of you attempting to connect with the ancestors and see if they are not uh, listening to you and will assist you in things that you uh, either want to do or are doing. Because we've been told to pray something outside of us uh, when we go to church on Sunday. But we're never told to go inside of us to access the, the God forces that are in eight in all of us. 
And what about uh, breathing, Robert X? Yes, well, you'll find that breathing is a part of the whole meditational process. And it's no accident that the shamans and the yogis and all spiritual people use breath, okay, to not just control the emotional state but control the most or perhaps the dual most important substance in your body, and that's your blood, your blood pressure, your cerebral spinal fluid, which gives you your spiritual access, okay? And that as we go on, you're going to see the properties of breathing uh, in connection with the fornix, okay, and other things that will allow you to access the spiritual realm. Was that was that it, caller? Yes, ma'am. Thank you very much. Um, okay, thank. You. Hi. Okay, thank, thank you. Thank you. Uh, we have another caller. Uh, area code 901-281. 901-281. Area code. Nine oh one two eight one. Are you just listening? Um, ma'am, I'm no. not sure if you're speaking to me or not, but um, yeah, we're talking to you. <laughs> oh, I was actually just listening. Uh, it must okay. be a reason why I um I beat in, press one accidentally. I'm driving in the car and I was just okay. listening. I just want to say um. I do want to tell Robert X, though, I've listened to him for at least a year since he's been on your show, and he is just profound. Um, yeah. And I just want to thank him for, for, for offering all the information that he, he does. Sister, well, your voice is equally profound. You're calling in here saying what you are saying because you're supposed to call in here and say the things that you say, and I'm supposed to tell you that the profundity is in the ancestors, because I'm going to say it again, I'm only scratching the surface for what they laid down thousands and thousands of years ago. Now, that's profound that only today is being rediscovered. This is why you will hear me always harping on Negro history as opposed to African history. That's why all the movies are being produced by homosexuals, because by definition, they're in psychological slavery, be it male or female, and they want to get out. So they're manifesting that slave attitude in the movies that they produce. The Selma, 12 Years a Slave, pick one of them. I always think about Porgy and Bess with any of these movies. That was one of my first introductions to Negro literature. Porgy and Bess and Negro movies where black folks is sing on their knees on the plantation happy. Always singing to God for your woman, for your, your meal. No. Free people don't allow other people to dictate their consciousness. When other people are in control of your consciousness, I don't care what else comes with it, be it fame, fortune, etc. 
you steal and slave. That's for your ancestors and mine, Queen. That's why you call. All right. Now, uh, we have about uh, five more minutes, and um, I just think it's just so important with this this profound information that you are laying out here for us that we do send some donations to help you to keep your research going. And your email address is what again, Robert? It's M-C-C-R-A-Y R-9599 at yahoo.com. And by the way, uh, for another sister Beverly, I won't say the last name. Your mm-hmm. follow-up package is in the mail. What I told you I would do, and for my brother Kepra Patah up there in Seattle, I hope he's listening and not watching the propaganda. Your package will be in the mail this week with extra stuff because I had forgot I had sent this brother a package and a couple of the DVDs didn't have sound on them. You know, every now and then. This electronic equipment malfunctions, and I can't check everything, you know, so I'm going to send him an expanded package uh, with those and others that I've done since then, free of charge, uh, uh, for that brother, Brother Kepra. And this year, everybody who has sent me a donation thus far, I'm going to do what I promised I would do for you. I won't be able to do it all at once because my limited funds don't allow me to but I'm going to send each and every one of you a follow-up package. So what I want you to do is to email me if you sent me a package with uh, your information on it, uh, address, whatever. So, you know, it will relieve me of extra work that I, I would have to do. But if you sent me a package, a donation, send me your email address, okay, so I can send you a follow-up package sometime this year. Okay? That's just my appreciation to you. Because uh, I believe that. Enough. When, okay. I was just going to say, I believe enough. that when when Go people ahead, do things for me, when people do things to me, you know, the, the ancestors say, show them your appreciation by doing more if you can. And that's what I'm trying to do. Okay. But you are just in opening our minds up and enlightening us. Now I'm kind of understanding what the speech, speech is all about. It's just it's just a wild factor now. Uh, we have a it's, caller at three four seven five four one. Thank you, Beverly. Um, this is Beverly in Florida. Yes. And, uh, <laughs> I. I just want to thank you, uh, Robert X, for all the work that you've been doing. And maybe on the show tomorrow when you're wrapping it up, because I have to be honest, um, I believe everything you're saying, but I don't have anyone in my environment who's open to this information. And how do you do this alone? That's what I want to know, to keep the focus. Is it See, here's what happens. Yes, yes, it is. And here's what happens. you're never alone. When you begin to look at this information, the ancestors automatically, because see what you're doing is you're raising your consciousness simply by accessing the information. The ancestors automatically telling you something that's theoretical. 
I'm telling you what people who've been around me, particularly for this last year, they can tell you much better than I, okay, that all of a sudden there's a synchronicity that occurs. Right, and right. You, people will be drawn into your orbit. Don't worry about it. All things in their proper time. All things. I just want to ask you one question. Are you familiar with A Course in Miracles? A Course of Miracles? Oh, no, A Course in Miracles. Are you familiar with that school of thought? No. Oh, okay. Never mind. I just thought I would ask. But, you know, I appreciate what you're doing, and I'm going to keep listening. I appreciate you, uh, sister. Uh, and I think, Robert, I am going to say this. I think that you should be able to receive. I mean, you do so much work. I think you should be able to receive without necessarily, because you're giving right now, you know, and I know that you're busy. Uh, the next time I contact you, I don't want anything from you. I just want you to accept my gift to you. <laughs> <laughs> I appreciate you, sister. Because you've, uh, you know, you've given me so much tonight. I, I, I do want that you. And if this is the Beverly that I'm thinking, we've already had correspondence, correct? Yes, that's it. Yeah, so that's so you, know, you know what I sent you already, right? Yes, I know what you sent me, but I want to give you something. I don't want anything in return. <laughs> now you sound like me, Beverly. <laughs> so I appreciate you, sister. I really do. Okay. But your package is already in the mail. Okay. <laughs> and thank you, Beverly. We appreciate you, too. Yeah. Okay. Bye-bye. Peace. Bye. Okay. Um, yeah, so uh, somebody in the chat room asked, uh, what's up with retrograde? That I, I have no answer for. I can give you a better response to that tomorrow, but right now I'm deficient on that. If they can okay. send me an email, if they can send me an email with a little bit more, you know, detail, uh, okay. I can answer it tomorrow for them. Okay. Well, I can tell you now. You you you're catching some big fish. Well, let's hope so, because fish figures very prominently. <laughs> I kid you not. And all of this is no accident, okay? But, yeah. you know, uh, I, I just think, Sister Bear, that, you know, I'm a product of the time. You know, uh, I just turned 61 a couple of, couple of weeks ago. Well, I and, uh, uh, I appreciate that. I really appreciate that. But, you know, I just want, you know, many of the young people in particular, which is who I'm really attempting to talk to, uh, to understand that those of us who are older, who are conscious, and you will know the consciousness, nobody will have to tell you. You'll hear it. You'll see it in their actions and their activities. When I look through these eyes, I do not see internally in terms of 61 years. My eyes haven't changed in 61 years. I still have the same eyes. Therefore, my vision of who I am, because I'm looking out, I can't look in, has not changed. And as you get older, the things that you see now as a young person, most of what you see is predicated on the vision outside. As you get older and you begin to see 
that your eyes haven't changed, you begin to focus a little bit more on the vision inside. So as we get older, we become more spiritual by definition. That's what happens. And so it's difficult for young people of a spiritual nature to to stay there or understand that because I don't think that we have enough teachers who really understand it ourselves and can enunciate it to the young people so that they can grab a hold to it and become 61 at 21. That's what we want to see because the times will allow for that to happen. Yes. Now, just imagine that, the wisdom of a 61-year-old and a 21-year-old. Oh, my God. Awesome. No one will be able to stop you. No one. No. And that's the lesson plan for survival of African people for tomorrow. Don't ever give your power to anyone, black, white, green, or indifferent, Understand your relationship to this power construct on the planet and off of it. And then you'll become the powerful people that you're supposed to become. Don't worship outside of you. Well, Robert, I'm going to let you go, and uh, we shall return tomorrow at 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And thank you so much. I cannot tell you enough. Because uh, this, I, I have to go back and listen to this show again myself. <laughs> <laughs> Let's hope it gets better tomorrow, Sister Beth. Yes, it will. Uh, until tomorrow, thank you. Peace and much love. Thank you, Sister Beth. And Hotep family. Hotep. Okay, join us tomorrow at uh, 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. For the ones who get it done, the most important part is the one you need now. And the best partner is the one who can deliver. That's why millions of maintenance and repair pros trust Granger, Because we have professional-grade supplies for every industry, even hard-to-find products. And we have same-day pickup and next-day delivery on most orders. But most importantly, we have an unwavering commitment to help keep you up and running. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.